0: What's up, guys? It is Olin back with another episode of MMA Anomaly. Um, I know it's taken me a couple of days. I apologize. Things have been super busy. But jumping right into the episode, this is going to cover UFC 270, this last pay-per-view from Saturday, as well as a friend-slash-fan-slash-homey question from Brandon Bartley. We are going to go over that at the end of the video, so definitely make sure you stay till the end. And, all right, we will jump right into UFC 270. So... I'm going to go ahead and start the video by saying, I was wrong. I definitely let you guys know that if I was wrong, I wouldn't mind admitting it. I was wrong on not one, not two, but all three of my picks, (laughs) which doesn't happen all the time or very often for that matter, but it definitely did this Saturday. Um, Cody Stamen, the Spartan, my God, I was wrong. Said Nurmagomedov just put him away and he made it look easy and it was terrifying. Uh, so, Saeed Nurmagomedov definitely uh, earned my respect, and for all the fans watching, I'd like to say he probably earned the Nurmagomedov name, and uh, even though he's not related to Khabib, he definitely fights very, very similar, and again, the, the wrestling is incredible, uh, and just stellar performance by him all around. Jumping into another exciting fight, I've got to say that Jack Della Maddalena, I hope I said his name right. Uh, defeating Pete Rodriguez in the first round was stellar. Fantastic performance. He busted his opponent up very, very quickly, just leading with really, really crisp boxing, landing really big shots early on. And honestly, again, same as the last fight, he made it look very easy, unfortunately, for his opponent. Um, and I think, I really think that he is a name to watch. Again, that was uh, Jack Della Maddalena. So definitely make sure you keep an eye on that guy. I think he's going to be a very hot prospect to watch. And I look forward to his next performance. Um, diving into the bigger fights, we definitely had the, the main event. Awesome main event. 25 minutes of, of war. We had uh, Francis Ganu, or I should call him Francis Ngannou-Madov, coming in with a fantastic game plan, right? He uh, obviously has been training with Kamaru Usman. It's funny, right? He trains with Kamaru Usman, or rather they train together, Kamaru Usman gets a stellar knockout over Jorge Masvidal. And then next time we see Francis Ngannou, we end up seeing him put on a really, really great wrestling clinic. He utilized jiu-jitsu, wrestling, and honestly just an incredible performance all around. Francis Ngannou truly showed that he's not just a knockout artist and not just somebody with knockout power in the first three minutes of a fight. He proved that he can fight an intellectual fight and that every single fight that he's had in the UFC, his fight IQ is growing each and every time. So again, a stellar, stellar fight to see. Really enjoyed watching that one. Um, Jumping into my favorite fight of the night, uh, I I wasn't super thrilled with the um, result, necessarily, or the way the judges saw it, but Brandon Moreno versus Davison Figueiredo, I thought that that fight was incredible. I thought Davison definitely made really, really great changes, obviously, throughout camp. He did a fantastic job as far as keeping up with Brendan. I thought Brendan's speed was going to be a problem for it like it was last fight. But honestly, there was, there was a lot of testing and waiting and, and a lot of respect shown for each other throughout the fight. And I think um, obviously they're going to run that one again. They have to run that one again. And uh, in my heart of hearts, I really see Brendan Moreno winning that fight. And pulling off uh, another finish uh, over Davison and in the next fight, um, and honestly, the entire fight card for UFC 270 was definitely a great fight card. I know there were some people saying that it was uh, not big enough, there weren't a big enough, weren't big enough names on there, weren't big enough draws on there to actually quantify it for the you know seventy five dollar first pay per view of the year. I disagree. I thought top to bottom the fights delivered and it's not always about names it's about what those names do right how many times have we seen a huge name fight that just doesn't deliver it ends up being very very boring or one-sided and that's not fun right so if you watch ufc 270 top to bottom fantastic card i thought every fight delivered there weren't any boring fights Um, honestly like two honorable mention fights for example we had, uh, gosh, what was her name? Vanessa Dimamopoulos, Demo- the monster, little monster, jumping in Joe Rogan's arms, jumping up and doing the splits after her win. Like, great for her. Great for her. She not only had a great performance in the octagon, but her performance after her win is going to gain her a ton of followers, a ton of fans, and it's going to give the UFC a reason to sign her very quickly to another fight. So great job on her. And then the next person, big, big, big honorable mention, I lost big on DraftKings because of this, because um, I bet against this guy. But we had Victor Henry that went against Houni Barcelos. And my gosh, Victor Henry went from somebody that I had never heard of to, as soon as I saw him walking out, the confidence he was exuberant. He was bouncing around. He looked fantastic. And then right behind him, I noticed Josh Barnett. And I'm like, oh, man, maybe I bet on the wrong guy. And sure enough, I did. Uh, he ended up going out there. He had a stellar performance, put on just a, a really, really great performance over a really great up-and-coming fighter in Johnny Barcelos. And, I mean, now, again, Victor Henry is a name to, to definitely look out for. I started following him on Instagram, and I screenshotted it before just so I could see how much you know popularity he would get. And I think 24 hours after I had screenshotted his page, he was at like 5,000 and some change followers. Now he's over 11K. Uh, just a day later. So, awesome. Wish you the best and all the continued success. And, uh, yeah. So, hope you guys enjoyed that card. Hope you guys are enjoying the video so far. And we will go ahead and jump right into the fan question of the day. And it comes from Brandon Bartley. He is a longtime friend slash family member of mine. And uh, he sent it in all the way from Louisiana. So, here we go.
1: Oh, man, what's up, nephew? I have a follow-up question I'd like to submit to your last, your, one of your last videos in response to who's going to be champ at the end of 2020. And it's uh, specifically in regards to the uh, lightweight division. You mentioned that, sorry, let me turn this down. You mentioned that um, if Charlie Olives happens to beat Gaethje, he'll likely face Market Chip. But then you said if Gaethje wins, He's likely going to face um, Poirier and I'm just curious um what, why Poirier and why wouldn't Gaethje fight Islam? Is it a same manager thing? I don't think that matters because Gaethje and Habib had the same manager and they still fought for the title. So what makes uh, Poirier get it against Gaethje versus Islam getting it against Gaethje, providing Islam wins?
0: All right. Thank you for the question, Brandon. I really appreciate it. And uh, yeah, diving right into it. So if you guys have been following with the last videos, one of the things that I covered is who I think is going to be the champ in each weight class by the end of the year. And in that video, just like Brandon pointed out, I said um, that I think if Justin Gaethje ends up beating Charlie Olives, he will probably fight Dustin Poirier instead of Islam Makhachev. Now, the reason I said that it's not because they have the same manager. It's because Dustin Poirier already has a win over Justin Gaethje, and I've heard within the last, I want to say year, maybe year and a half, Justin Gaethje himself mentioned at least three different times on three different occasions in different interviews, right, that he wants to get that one back, um, whether he's the champ or not. So I think if he gets the belt, that's going to be a big fight, and that's going to be a very, very easy fight to get him to sign the dotted line for. Um, I really think he wants to run that back with Dustin Poirier. He thinks he can win that fight. And maybe he can Either way, the fans are going to win that fight, right? Like, that was just a very, very fun fight to watch. Like, slobber knocker, just guys going at it, and just two warriors, right? Ready to go out on their shield. So, really looking forward to that. I really do think that if Justin Gaethje knocks out Charlie Olives, he is going to end up calling out Dustin Poirier for the rematch. Um, And obviously, if Charlie Olives is able to beat Justin Gaethje... The obvious match is jiu-jitsu versus Dagestani wrestling, right? Brazilian jujitsu, jiu-jitsu, Dagestani wrestling. Let's see what's better, right? We want to see the guy with the most submission wins against the, I hate to say it, but the Khabib clone, right? And again, I've said this in previous videos. I personally think that Islam is actually better than Khabib. Um, having seen and felt his power myself, It he's unreal. And I think we're going to all find out very soon. So, yeah. Yeah. Um, Actually little surprise here. It was a two parter. So we're gonna jump back into the uh second part of Brandon's question here.
1: Follow up question. Um who do you think Connor actually fights when he does come back? Nate or you think maybe it's Dustin for you know or do you think there's an outside chance he actually fights Charlie Olives over Gaethje? Um appreciate what you what you're doing, man. I, I like the videos, everything's cool. Um Shout out.
0: Thanks again, Brandon, for the questions. Uh, and, yeah, so who do I think Conor McGregor is going to fight when he comes back? I Unfortunately, I think he's either going to end up fighting Jake Paul or Mike Chandler. I think him and Mike Chandler have kind of, like, playfully tweeted with one another about going at it. And I do think that that would be a fun fight. And uh, the other reason I'm saying Jake Paul is because we've seen him putting on a ton of weight, Jake Paul's obviously a much larger fighter than Conor McGregor, uh, physically. And I would hate to see him box Jake and end up losing because that would just ruin his legacy entirely. At the same time, I would hate to see him fight Mike Chandler. The reason I said, unfortunately, Mike Chandler or Jake Paul is because if he fights Mike Chandler, Mike Chandler is going to put on a very wrestling heavy performance. And I don't think that's what Conor should jump right back into. I think Conor needs somebody that doesn't have a ton of confidence maybe right now and does have a great name and a great draw, but that he does stand a chance at beating, right? I, I'm not trying to be a jerk and say that Connor doesn't stand a chance at beating top five people, but a lot of the top five people right now at lightweight just match up bad for Connor. So who do I think he is going to fight? I think probably Jake Paul in a boxing match or Mike Chandler in, in the UFC, unless they do run the Poirier fight back again, which could very well happen. Uh, that's, that's probably my third runner-up for that. Who I want to see him fight, though, I'd like to see him fight a Tony Ferguson. I think Tony Ferguson and him are both kind of in the same place in their career where they were both the boogeyman at one point, and now not so much. Uh, They've had kind of a, a falling from grace, and they've lost quite a few fights here recently, and obviously it's not the best look, but they've shown, you know, shadows of their former self whenever they've been in there. So I'd like to see those two go against each other and just kind of see how they pair and how they stack up. Um, so yeah, would love to hear your thoughts in the comments below. Who do you think Connor should come back against? Who do you think he will come back against? And do you think I'm right as far as if Justin wins, he doesn't fight Islam, but instead fights Dustin and then vice versa with if Charlie Olives wins, he definitely doesn't fight uh, Dustin again. He ends up fighting the new opponent in Islam Makachev. Uh, so yeah, like comment, subscribe, hit the bell. And uh, as always, thank you so much for the support. i love and appreciate all of you guys and enjoy the hostilities. Uh, We do not have a fight card this weekend, uh, but we do have Khabib's fight card, if I'm not mistaken, Eagles FC. So make sure you check that out. Uh, It's a pretty stacked card. So let's go.